Hey guys, it's me, your boy Dean. I'm here to serve you this piping hot tea. Um, so recently, I decided to do another guest podcast episode with my good friend Santina. Me and Santina, we used to work together, and I've always enjoyed talking to her about pop culture items. And you know, if I had a twin, and my twin turned out to be a girl, I would assume it would be Santina, because me and her are sort of alike. So today we decided to talk about colorism, and I hope you all enjoy this episode. Um, And if you want to be a guest on my podcast, you know, just hit me up, okay? I'm probably going to split this podcast into parts because it is long, and I don't want to make it too long. So I'm going to upload part one right now, and then I'm debating either doing uploading part two next week or, you know, just waiting to upload it tomorrow. But we'll see. But thank you all so much and enjoy. Okay. So, what do you feel like colorism is? Okay. So, you know, I I listen to your podcast and. You know, I definitely do feel like you got it, you know, on point with what it is. But I feel like it's a little deeper, more like, you know, discrimination because of a person's color or certain, um, what's the word? Uh, I can't think of the word where you like, you get you get ahead a little more because of your skin tone. Like nepotism, um, sort of. Right, you know, um, Wow, I really can't think of the why. But yeah, like, you know, I think colorism has a lot to do with that. And I think it's, you know, it's not just African-American thing. You know, it's also a Latino thing and and an Asian thing. Um, You know, we say even in the Latino community, people are going off about that uh, that new musical In the Heights. And they're talking about how, like, there were no... There were no um, African-Americans... <laughs> there are no African Americans in that, but there are Africans or Afro, what they call them, Afro Latinos. Yeah. There are Afro Latinos all throughout, you know, not only Latin America, but Washington Heights. It is in the middle of New York. How are you gonna make a musical that's about New York and I have no black people? Like, that's just not realistic, you know? Um, so I do feel like colorism hits more than just the black community. More than just the black community, <laughs> but but um, you know I think we just talk about it more. Yes, I I, I can I can agree. <laughs> I can agree with that. Um, it's you know I saw that in the Heights controversy, and it's so weird because I remember watching Fame, like the real old, the first, the old version of Fame. Um, I don't know if you ever seen that one from 1980, and you know it was like the whole cast was multiracial, and you know I think two of the main characters are Afro Latina. I think Irene Cara is Afro Latina, and then the guy who's Puerto Rican. Um, was a comic. He's also Afro Latino. Well, Afro Latino, I should say. And you know, when I saw that controversy, I just it just it's so weird how like over the years, it's like it seemed like the industry was going one way and then it just went the other way. Well, and it was just so crazy to me because I'm like, y'all are making something in New York, and you know that's so France. 
one of the biggest controversies about it is how is it that they live in New York and there are no other people of color, period. So then you go and you're gonna make a musical about, you know, Latinos in New York, but you're not gonna show every which part, but honestly, you know, I was a Spanish minor, so, you know, I watched like telenovelas and stuff like that, and they all be high yellow. Unless they like the help or stuff like that, then you'll see every now and then a little uh, Afro-Latino. Like, and that's a problem in itself, you know. Like I said, though, they don't talk about it. We talk about it, you know. We don't check, we don't check our community if we don't check nobody else. So I just feel like that's kind of the difference. But I do think it's important to note that colorism is everywhere, you know, like, um, the majority has gotten into all of the minorities' mm-hmm. mind that white is right, and you know, the closer the dark you are, the you know, the worse it is. I guess. Yes, that is true. That is true. Um, I'll hold up. I'll, I'll, I'll hold up what I'm about to say concerning that later podcast. Okay. Um, no, no, I'll say it now because it kind of goes with, with what I was about to say. Because mm-hmm. like. You know who Salma Hayek is, right? Who? Salma Hayek. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's the one. She don't say drug lord. Yeah, and um, yeah, and she was um, she was in like a lot of '90s stuff too. But you know, when she first came out, she did have a darker tone to her. And oh. you know, because it was like they would always put her and Jennifer Lopez because they came out around the same time as the big Latinos. And you know, they'll be like, who's sexier, who's right. more exotic looking. And you know, it's just, again, it's just so weird how in the 90s, it seems like there was space for both skin tones to exist. And it seems that as we progress, it's like certain That's people cool. have been pushed to the back. And I also think on the note of um, you bringing up like JLo and Solomon, like um, it's the same with what's her name, Sofia Vergara? You know, her hair is naturally blonde. Darker. Oh, oh, I thought it was dark. No, 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 no. It's naturally blonde, but they made her go dark because you know that's the that's the traditional Latina. Like, yeah, her hair. It's not. It's not like white people blonde, but it's like like Mexican blonde. Mexican people who dye their hair blonde. Her hair is that natural color, that brassy type tone color. Yeah, that's her natural color. But she wasn't booking jobs, like even in Columbia, she wasn't booking jobs with that hair color. And she dyed it dark, and now all of a sudden, you know, her face is everywhere. So it's like they want you to be in a certain box for whatever your um, your ethnicity or your race is. Yeah, you know, that's just like Shakira, because I don't know if you've seen what Shakira looked like when she first started. Like, she had really dark hair. Mm-hmm. And but, go ahead. Oh, and I said, you know, like me and you have always known her to have like that brown or that blonde. Mm-hmm, with the highlights or whatever. Yeah, but in Colombia, they've always known her to have a darker hair. But when she, they wanted, she wanted, they wanted to sell her to U.S. and more Western mainstream platforms. They made her go blonde. Mm-hmm. Yes, and that's when I made that podcast. I mentioned that a lot of these people that people think bleach their skin or, you know, did all these other things. A lot of them didn't. Like, Jennifer Lopez, again, technically she didn't bleach her skin if you look it up from, like, 1997 to what she looks like now. I think, too, I'd be so skeptical about bleaching 
because you know cameras have also gotten better and we've yeah. learned more about lighting and things like that that it really sometimes you look at older pictures and newer pictures and you're like did they bleach their skin or did we finally get good lighting you know that is true because if i put if i showed you what let my mom look like in high school you would think she was a mixed woman but she's not me and her got the same skin tone right right like and that's really what it be coming down to or some people that you see that are super dark in their high school pictures and then you see them today and you're like oh they got 10 times lighter like first of all i'm middle class i don't have money for no bleaching cream so (laughs) (laughs) you know what i'm saying like there's no way that i was bleaching it's just that camera quality got better you know and people started actually caring about darker skin and how that reacts with a camera Yes, I agree, I agree. I will say though, uh, kind of to go to the next topic, but at the same time, tie it into this. I think, um, like how we were talking about Salma having, um, you said she had lighter hair and she got darker. Sophia got darker and had lighter, and then Shakira got lighter. I think that kind of goes with what they expect from a certain race. And I think that goes back to what you were talking about with Tiny T.I.'s wife and how she doesn't have the traditional um, looks that we look for in a mixed person. Now, while I do agree with that note, what I disagreed with was that her skin tone was ever spoken on. Like, I feel like her race was more spoken on than the skin tone itself. Like I've heard, I've never heard anybody say tiny ugly or a light skinned girl is tiny ugly, period. I mean, no shade to tiny. I mean, you know, whatever. Sometimes lovely tea, shout out to her. Sometimes her tea be kind of weird, but she can't use the seeds. And I didn't even know Claudia said this. She was on Jamie Foxx's um, radio show back okay, in the day. Before we start on this, what is she famous for other than being on the show? Um, she 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 does a lot of radio stuff and she dated a lot of people. <laughs> no, that that case are real far. <laughs> okay, I do see it. I see it though. Okay. Yes, but this is what she's. This is what they said when they were talking about time. This is when Ti and Tiny first went to prison. I think that was like in two thousand nine. Of course, I. I know. <laughs> not the, the last. Look, not the last. I 
know, right? This one ain't gonna stay. This gets pretty loud, actually. But can you hear that first? Yeah, wow. you got it. Wow. Okay. You got it. Claudia Jordan is also mixed, even though a lot of people don't know that, but her mom is white too. Mm-hmm. And you, what really struck me was when she said, when they said Tiny was a, a waste of light skin. Yeah, that, and see, that's why I said, wow, like I heard what you needed, what you wanted me to hear, because I've never heard anybody talk about, I've heard the Miss Piggy jokes. Like, uh-huh. you don't know, that's the number one joke right there. And I'm not gonna comment on it. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, 
never heard somebody. I've never heard that statement in general. That's a that's a waste of a light skin. Like what? Yes, and I want to play this other clip. Now this is you know the comedian Paul Mooney. Yes. Yeah, these are his twins. They they were talking to this little online YouTube platform called Comedy High where they interview these black comedians. And they were talking about Richard Pryor affairs and they brought up a good point. I never thought of it like this. This is what they said. Around the world, European features are the standard of beauty. Even European features on a black woman seem to be the standard of beauty. I mean, give you a perfect example. You get a light skin sister with a thick nose and thick lips, all of a sudden she's not so pretty. So it's not always a skin thing, it's a feature thing. Because you get a dark skinned woman with European features, she's called beautiful. So it's the trick. And we um, so what do you think about that? Do you agree with that? So I super agree with that. I also think it's why it's such a big, big, big deal that now, you know, the, the women that we are now starting to hold to beauty standards, like, like, I don't know if you're on Twitter, but, um, what's that girl that's saying? Oh, Ari Lennox. Yes, like people on Twitter love her, but you know, she got that wide nose and she has that darker skin. It's still to me, not personally dark skin, but darker skin. But I remember when she first came out, people was talking about she looked like a pit bull and this oh, yeah, and that. And that What's her name? Ryan Destiny, who mm -hmm. they always say looked like she could be Naomi Campbell's uh, daughter. While she does look like Naomi Campbell, that definitely fits that description. She also though has like a button nose. It's not the it's not the white, you know, straight straight up and down nose. Like I feel like we're starting to slowly break that oh white is right like those features. But I know even like you know how they say like like white women love extra sale. Well, I mean black women do too. But you know like white. They, I remember a magazine article talking about part of the reason why people find him so attractive is because his face like follows that there's like the law of attraction or whatever. And oh yeah. Has, uh -huh. He has the perfect dimensions or something like like we can't just find a black person attractive like there has to be a reason you know. Meanwhile, we always found the Ryan Goslings and Chris whoever because there's so many freaking Chris's you know we always found them beautiful but you see find a black man and well, well you know that's because he's a special circumstance like so I definitely think that they're right we like black people who have white features yes and um you know I talked to my co-worker um about this and you know she brought up a good point let me bring because you know she said, you know, back in the 90s, um, Tiny kind of was like, like, you know, Mariah Carey's dad is black and her mom is white. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And she was like, you know, let me share my screen. She said, um, let me know if you can see this. Can you see this? Uh, it just says that she, yeah, yeah, I'm looking at it now. Yeah, she said, like, if you take a picture of, like, Mariah Carey in the 90s and then type in Tiny in the 90s, she said they could be kind of like half-sisters yeah. Same mom and different dads. You know, the one thing I always like to try to kind of... Tiny had a lot of work done. Yeah. And that has a lot to do with a lot. You know, when you look at those older pictures, like if you... You see that first picture right there? Um, the yeah. very first picture? 
Like, Tiny looks, yeah. Tiny looks completely different there than she does today. I mean, and of course, you've had kids, you've grown up, all of that. But I just, I truly need facial features. You know, I think that has a lot to do with it. But I do remember you telling me how you said that, um, what was it, Escape was seen as like the ugly girl group. Like they could just sing, you know. And when you look at their features, they're, they're black girls. Like, that's it. You know, like, ain't nothing flashy about them. And they look like any girls that you could walk past, you know, in the street. They don't look Hollywood. That is, yeah, and I was gonna, cause I didn't say this in the last podcast, but you know, it, I always thought it was interesting. Like my dad told me, he always thought Tiny was the ugliest in this group. You know, I think all four of them are beautiful, but that's what I was talking about, how it's weird how certain things have just transpired. Cause you look at a group like SWB, and you know, Coco is the lead singer, and Coco is the darkest out of the whole group. Mm-hmm. But you know, but always you, consider pretty. But you know, a good point too between the '90s and today, talent mattered more. That and in the '90s, I'm sorry, like I know that we're gonna get to this next, but in the '90s, Sweetie wouldn't have made it because yeah, she don't have to. You know, this goes into colorism kind of working in your favor, or what do you call that? A pretty privilege. Yeah. Oh, like, well, hold off on that point. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, well, so uh, but yeah, you know, I've always thought that was interesting. Or even, um, like you know, Chili from TLC has always been considered pretty. But Chili, I don't know her makeup. She's, but, she's also mixed. But the thing is, her dad is from India. A lot of people don't know that. Mm-hmm. But you can tell. You can tell. Uh, I the hate. Hair. I, right. I hate to say like black women can't have that type of hair and all that. But like you just see it. Something's different when you put chili next to T Boz, You know. Uh huh. Or even Lisa, who is the youngest. Mm-hmm. It's weird. A lot of men said that Lisa was ugly. Like the ugly girl in the group was always Lisa. And I remember seeing that. Doctor- but now look at that picture and look at Lisa's nose. Versus T-Boss, who really got, like, that other picture you were just showing, she almost hit the Michael Jackson noise, to be honest. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> like, but you know what I'm saying? Like, it's the features that they're looking at. I mean, and at the end of the day, any group, everybody gonna find their favorite and find their least favorite. I know my favorite in B2K was Omarion. <laughs> you know, like, everybody got the favorite. And you know that, what's his name? Rasky was the least favorite because he had the big old lips. Or was that like J-Bug, whoever. You know, like. Uh-huh, that's true. Because, um, actually, T-Boz is my favorite in TLC. That's because I like her voice. I, you know, I've always liked her demeanor. Mm-hmm. My mom liked Chili, though. Um, Chili was always my mom. I was the left at. Yeah, she I set the like boy house on fire. That's my girl. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, what's another? Oh, and even, you know, 702, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, you know, I saw their unsung episode, and, you know, the lead singer is the darker skinned girl. And I if this group came out today, that wouldn't have happened, I feel like. Well, and I mean, even like into early 2000s, you know, we're gonna put the, what's, I mean, look at Dream Girls. But like, that that was, that didn't stem from just a movie. Like, we gonna put the skinny light skin one in the middle. Like, even if 
the what's the name has the best voice. Yeah. Like you, you see know? her she's in the front and she's the darker. I feel like if this like I feel like that wouldn't be happening today. Absolutely not. Like I said, even if she got the best voice, she ain't gonna be in the front and the middle. I mean, no. Because it's all about aesthetics now. Yes, that is true. So, you know, it, it always shocked me when people would say Tiny always been ugly because, you know, she's not ugly. Actually, the escape itself wasn't ugly. I mean, yeah, they dressed like boys, but they never was ugly to me. And I also feel like, though, every all of these groups, we have to have a signature style. That too. You know what I'm saying? I'm looking at that second picture. You have a 702 with them in the background. That looks like it's from the... Is that the no 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 video Destiny's Child? Yeah. For Bills, whichever one that is. Yeah, like, we have to have signature styles. We can't all look alike. So if you remember TLC had, you know, they had the little the little firecracker left eye and they, they did the loud colors and stuff like that. So I it makes sense that Escape would have like, you know, they dress like boys or you know, whatever. Like they didn't dress super girly, like that was their thing. In a time of a bunch of girl groups, we gotta stand out. Yes, yes, and even even like signature, like I don't know if you're into reggae music, but you know my mom is, and I grew up on it. But I love like Patra. I've always liked the way she her style was, and I miss her so much. <laughs> I wish she would come back and make some more music. You ever mm -hmm. heard Patra? No, I haven't. Oh, you you need to go look up some Patra in you know, okay. your house. House, you know, it's some good music in your house. But um, I always thought that's what I was talking about with his fans, even looking at us. Like, I feel like if Patrick came out, she wouldn't have been as successful as she was in the early 90s. Yeah, I definitely feel like time against everything. So now, did you want to go into Sweetie or did you want to hit Beyonce first? Well, I was just kind of going, I feel like they kind of were one in the same. Like, yeah. because when I look at Beyonce, look, I'm part of the beehive. Like, I'm completely, I'm with it. I ain't even like your last post about Trick Daddy. Like, oh, I know you listen to that. <laughs> yeah, I, I ain't even like that post. Okay, here's my thing. Okay, just sidebar. Okay. Yes. So, okay, for your listeners, if people don't know, Trick Daddy that basically came out and said that he didn't think Beyonce could sing. Like, mm -hmm. he did, he did, he Now, that is your own opinion. And me as a nobody can say that. But you as a star cannot say that. Why can your daddy not say that? Because, girl, who are you? You was nobody. <laughs> like, like, if you was a great, if you was coming out with music that gets out of Florida. Okay, you gotta remember, I'm from Chicago. Yes, you okay? are. hear him. Okay? But I don't know that much Trick Daddy. Okay? He's not big the way he thinks he is. That's the problem. And you sitting out here talking about people that is grinding and actually putting out product and putting out work. Like, when you have no pot to piss in when it comes to them. Like, so how dare you? Yeah, I, you know... <laughs> Because I, I understand that point. Because, uh, you know, in that episode, I said that um, I felt like Trick Daddy was going at Jay-Z because a lot of Southern artists have a problem with the New York artists because he said worse about Jay-Z. Even Pete the Beehive even agreed that he was wrong about Jay-Z. Right, and that's what I said. I get that now. You know, we got that little radio, the, or him and Trina got that little radio show or whatever. So y'all talk about stuff. I do get that. But first of all, 
this is a warning to any and every star. Uh-huh. Honestly, everybody. Don't come at the behalf if you ain't ready for it. Okay? Because mm-hmm. we, we, me included, we will tear you apart. Okay? You see how that boy Raiders went down for his restaurant? Yes, that is true. That was yes, weird to me. Because I'm like, bro, I, what if I actually wanted to go to the restaurant? I don't know if the restaurant is actually good now. <laughs> you know, but don't come if you don't listen. I see what he was saying and I understand. To me, can Beyonce sing? Absolutely. But at the end of the day, to me, Beyonce is the greatest entertainer alive. Because yeah, Michael stop. Okay, you go. <laughs> like, but she's an entertainer. So that means when you go to her concerts and you see her live and stuff. She doing it all. She not just standing up there and singing. She's dancing. You know, she didn't did the thing when she was uh, in the uh, in the sky. She didn't did the thing with the water. All of that. She's giving you an experience. So you see her live and you like, she can't even sing as good as I hear on the track. Because when she in the studio, she can actually catch her breath. Yeah, like even his explanation, because I was saying, you know, there's a difference between singing and singing, because you know who my favorite singer is, Whitney Houston, you know. Right, you and now off key, of course, but I was still singing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you know, if you, Beyonce herself even said, you know, she would never get into a competition with Whitney, because Whitney can't sing her. Now, as far as, you know, I, you know, I do feel like Trick Daddy did stay just for attention. Yeah. And you know, unfortunately, the attention he got wasn't what he expected. Although it's his restaurant did become, like Florida did come out for trip that I will say that that whole Miami area. Because I heard pre this whole situation, I had heard his restaurant was Yeah, and also, you know, the leaving review, bad reviews, that pissed a lot of people off. And I think, um, <clears throat> When it comes to like Beyonce, sometimes not you, but like sometimes the Beehive do take stuff too far and it has pissed, yeah. pissed people off. Because I've seen a lot of people say they done turned off on Beyonce because of Beehive. I feel like that about a lot of artists in general, though. That's how I feel about Nicki Minaj. I was just about to say, Nicki Minaj got the annoying fans. Honestly, Cardi got the annoying fans. BTS, God. The way they will spam you is just, it's irritating like so I definitely can see how you get pushed off of a whole thing or even how how like radio channels love the weekend uh-huh. like he come out with something and they play the same song over and over to the fact that I'm like I don't even like the song no more because I don't want to hear it like I don't like the weekend not because I don't like his music but because they outplay him so much that I'm over it okay guys so that's the end of part one as you can see, we did touch on colorism and we did go a little off topic, but you know, that's how me and Santina do. And I will soon be uploading part two of our conversation. So let me know how you enjoy part one, then I'll upload part two, okay? Thank you all for supporting me. And as usual, this is your boy, Dean. I hope you enjoyed this piping hot tea.